This is one-on-one's NFL Friday, bringing your weekly Jets, Giants, and NFL talk from WFUV Sports. With top guests, weekly fantasy advice, and opinionated analysis, this is one-on-one's NFL Friday. A week 14 edition of one-on-one's NFL Friday. Welcome in, folks. WFUVsports.org. Mac Rosenberg, Nolan Silbernagel with you. Kelly Coltis, Pat Burns on the other side of the glass for this afternoon's show, a Friday afternoon in rainy New York. And um, we start pretty, things pretty off. Pretty good feeling for how the New York teams are playing Yeah, Oh, yeah, right now, absolutely. Definitely absolutely. What their playoff aspirations are looking like. And we'll, we'll, of course, get to the Giants and Jets as we always do. We'll be talking with Seth Walder of the New York Daily News about the Jets a little bit later on. But the big story of the day, obviously, the firing of Houston Texans head coach Gary Kubiak and... Um, in the wake of last night's loss to Jacksonville, 27-20 the final score. And, well, that was probably the worst football game of the year, um, <laughs> as we all expected I mean, Thursday night be. football has had some bad games. Really but, bad. I mean, I would love to see what the viewership really, might have been on that one. Really, I wonder if Nets-Knicks probably got more. Yeah, I'm viewers. sure. I'm sure it did, and, um, and that's an even bad game too. So, absolutely, yeah, really, really, it, it, Thursday night has been rough. It's been year. rough. It's been rough. But the big story, obviously, Gary Kubiak fired in Houston, eleven straight losses, and you know, I mean, th- this team vastly underperformed this year. There's no other way to put it. It all started with the quarterback. The defense was great, uh, but it's really hard to have a good defense when the defense uh, is always on the field. The offense really has just been terrible this year for Houston. They lose Arian Foster for the year, and now their head coach is gone. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, it's definitely a huge fall down for the Texans. And I mean, I do feel um, for Kubiak definitely because you know, you go in with so such high expectations. Sure. I mean, no one, absolutely no one would have thought that they would own one of, if not the worst record in the NFL. But, Mac, I'm just looking at their schedule right now, and they really did lose a lot, a lot of close games. I mean, they did lost to Chiefs by one, Colts by three. Uh, Cardinals by three, Raiders by five, Jags by seven, Pats by three, Jags by seven. I mean, those are all those games are by touchdown or less. I mean, this season could be substantially different. It's just unbelievable to see like how a one touchdown or one play could make such a dif- difference in the season. It's unbelievable. Sixty-one and sixty-three in eight seasons. He was he, he was really a mainstay. One of one of the really one of the top offensive signal callers in the NFL. Uh, two wild card playoff appearances, both losses to Cincinnati um, in back to back seasons the last two years, um, and uh, you know, uh, actually no, I'm, I'm excuse me, I think they actually did beat Cincinnati one of those years. I think they 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 alternated wins and losses. Anyway, uh, do you agree with this move? Because I, listen, I understand eleven straight losses in, in the NFL usually it spells the end for the head coach. However. Okay, this is a coach who had a, 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 the mini stroke in Week Nine. He mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, fully there, you know, for this team all season long. The quarterback was awful. I mean, Matt Schaub has had yeah. some pretty good seasons up to this one. You know, I, I think so much quarterback controversy. You're right. Matt. It's obvious. It's the it's the right move, but. Gary Kubiak is a really good play caller in this league. He'll have a job next year. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're totally right. I I, I would be. I mean, there's no way. There's no way he doesn't no. get with someone else. And uh, I I think what um. I think with the NFL, you just have to give it like the two-year thing. Like, like, like I said, like the NFL season is not like baseball—162 games, right. 81 games in hockey, stuff like. It's only 16 games. Mm. I mean, you have 16 chances. Every game is incredibly and, important. Exactly, and, and just like I said, just going through the line. I mean, that's like seven straight games of a touchdown or less. You have 
No idea what could have happened, what did happen. I think you give him another chance. I mean, I really think this is a fluke year. I think it's going to be similar to uh, maybe like the Chiefs of last year. Just how did they end up 2-14? and 14? This is crazy. They get a high draft pick, and now they're, they come out and they're ready to play. You know, and um, you might see the same exact thing with the Texans. You know, they're just not playing this year. But if they get a high draft pick, come out next year. It's going to be a completely different team. I think you give your coach that courtesy to let him try to be there to fix it. And, but obviously it just wasn't it for Kubiak. Definitely. Wade Phillips taking over for the second time this year. He'll be the interim head coach. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that Wade Phillips will not be here next year. I think they're going to get a new head coach next year. They're going to yeah, have a search. Yeah. Wade Phillips is not the answer in Houston. They just need to get to the end of the season at this point. It's funny you bring up other teams who had terrible seasons, got rid of their head coach and, and cleaned house and everything. Atlanta, I mean, they're, they are. this is clearly a down year for them it doesn't appear that they're going to be getting rid of Mike Smith. So mm-hmm. they're just accepting Cause, cause the fact. Because I, I think they understand that, like, flu bad things right. just happen. Right. You, you know, you don't right. get rid of a guy who's proven as a good head coach to uh, let it happen. Exactly. The Falcons um, have have lost some close games this year. They have not lost 11 games in a row. Uh, that That's that's one of the important things uh, to note there. I mean, if I guarantee if Gary Kubiak won just one game in that in that 11 game yeah, stretch he uh-huh. probably would still be here. Yeah. Yeah, 11 game stretches is If ugly, he found definitely. a way to gut out one of those close games that you mentioned because it's funny, you look at the losses for Atlanta, they got crushed in just about every one of their losses. Mm-hmm. Um they did lose to the Jets, remember that was a close game, but that was really before the debacle. They lost 27-13 to the Cardinals, 34-10 to the Panthers. Before the Panthers were good. 33-10 to Seattle at home. 41-28 at Tampa Bay. They lose a close game to uh, the Saints, and then they did just beat the Bills in overtime last week. I mean, if you looked at both of these two schedules, and I asked you to, to pick uh, which team fired their head coach, you probably picked the Falcons. I mean, they lose by by thir- uh, uh, 14 points yeah, and to QB the Buccaneers. Had a stroke. He had a stroke during it. You know? Exactly. I mean, it's, been, it's just been an awful, awful, unlucky year, and you don't. I, I really don't think you just axe the guy that has this happen. I mean, you could completely restart next year yeah. and get, give it another shot. And But, you, Mac, yeah, you completely said it right. If anything, you think the Falcons would be the ones looking for a head coach? They're clearly going to They're clearly going to stick with Mike Smith, I believe. They, they've been behind it all all year. Yeah, this is a team. They're, they're a team that was in the championship game last year, so they're going to stick with their guy. Final note, uh, the president, uh, Bob McNair, of Houston said, I truly felt that Kubiak would be with us until it was time to retire. And that, yeah. I think that's the way a lot of people thought about Houston. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, but, uh, and also Patrick Burns behind the glass had a good point. Uh, look at um, look at Indianapolis, the Colts. Sure. I mean, one bad year and then get the good draft pick, just turn it right around. I mean, in the NFL, I really think, unlike, think unlike, Houston... unlike, unlike the lottery or like unlike baseball where it takes like four or five years for top drafts to develop and stuff, football, it, it does a really good job or it's just that type of sport where you can just completely turn around from one year to another. And I, I would not be surprised to see if the Texans are able to do something like that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to move on now, talk some general NFL moving into the rest of the league here and some very interesting things this week because it's, it's, it's December. It's December football. You always have to play your best in December and some very interesting playoff scenarios to look at this week. We'll start in the AFC. In the AFC East, New England can wrap up the division. Remember a few weeks ago you were saying that uh, the Jets maybe had a chance in that division when they were only two games out? Mm-hmm. Well, no. So it looks like New England's <laughs> going to win that division. They yeah. win They yeah. win the division with a win and a Miami loss. 
um, or a tie. And right, you know, see, so basically, Patrick, all Miami has like to that. do. All right, Patriot fans, are you, you're so smug. You're happy <laughs> about winning the a- uh, AFC East. I mean, I, I, th- I was... mean, that shows that how far the Patriots have fallen down. That you actually are enjoying a division win no, over not... the teams like the Bills, the Jets, and Dolphins. Because you know the season's coming to an end, buddy. That's, that's not, all I got to say. That's farthest from the truth. New England is going to be a threat, I think, in the playoffs. Moving to the next playoff scenario, Kansas City, they can clinch a playoff berth. This is a team that went 2-14 and 14 last year. They can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Miami loss, a win and a Baltimore loss, a tie and a Miami loss, or a tie and a Baltimore loss. So they need one of those two teams to lose, and they need a win. Denver, uh, we, we all knew that they would be in the playoffs. They can clinch with a, a win. All they got to do is win, and they get in. Or Miami, and Baltimore, Miami has to lose, and then Baltimore has to lose. So one of those teams has to lose. Or Denver just has to win. Uh, this week, then Indianapolis, unbelievable the story in Indianapolis. You know they can win the division. They can yeah. win the division. Remember, a couple of, last year, you know we had no idea what this team was going to be. Yep. They stunned everybody, make the playoffs. Now they can win the division. And this is when Wayne went down. Yeah, you know they lost yeah. their top wide receiver. Uh, Trent Richardson really hasn't worked out there. I mean no. they've overcome a God, lot. No, they got to rely on Donald Brown now. Uh, and a great game. It's going to be a great game this weekend. Indianapolis and Cincinnati. If Indy wins that game, guess what? They win the AFC South. Yeah, Moving to the NFC, not a whole lot of scenarios in the NFC right now. Uh, Seattle, they can clinch the NFC West with a win or a tie. Uh, Seattle can clinch a first-round bye with a win or a tie. That's huge. So they yeah. can wrap just about everything up besides the one seed. They have not clinched the one seed yet, uh, but they can wrap just about everything else up if they win uh, at San Francisco this weekend. That game against the Saints absolutely solidified what a game. Their, their statement as being the number one team in the NFC. In the I, NFL, I, I would or say. Or even the NFL, absolutely. I mean, if they get home field advantage throughout the playoffs, I mean, look out because, I, I mean, Drew Brees was so flustered. Oh, my he goodness. had no idea what to oh do Oh, my that goodness. Stadium. That game was, I mean, it, it, there was so much hype around that game, and there's been a few games yeah. this year with that kind of hype. Uh, you know, and they've the, mostly the, lived to it. I mean, yeah. Kansas City Broncos have been relatively close. Both those close. games have been uh, good. The Pace, Colts, Pace, uh, Colts, Colts, uh, Broncos Colts, game. Broncos. Colts beat them. Uh, yeah, Colts won that. Unbelievable. Uh, the Patriots Broncos game. I mean, that was oh, yeah. crazy. This was an absolute laugher. Forget it, it. Yeah, New Orleans. Look out for Seattle. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting in the NFC South too because you have New Orleans and Carolina playing each other. Mm-hmm. They can both clinch a playoff berth with a win, and a whole bunch of other teams need to lose. I won't even get into it. Um, but that, that's going to be a great game as well. Uh, and we we will pick that game along with a few other games later on, but you know it, it's getting it's getting down to the nitty gritty now. December and the, the real story I think is in the AFC. Who's going to get that second wild card spot? Because Kansas City, let's face it, they're probably going to get that second wild card wild card spot. Definitely. Are they? You think they're in trouble? I mean, nine and zero, they lose three games in a row. I don't know. No, I mean, look, I mean, two of those losses against the Broncos. Yeah, and they played right. them. They played them extremely. And the well. chart, you know, three great offenses they yeah, ran into. Nah, I, I wouldn't be nervous at all. I mean, I, I don't know off the top of my head who who they're playing next week. You, uh, I mean, if if these losses were maybe against the Browns, Titans, and Broncos, then, yeah, and then it's a little more. They're shaky. facing Washington but, at home this week. I mean, you're taking on the Broncos twice, who have yeah. the best record in the AFC. I, mean, I don't think there's anything to worry about quite quite yet. So right now, Baltimore is in that sixth spot in the AFC. They're 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. Miami is right behind them at 6-6, six and six, and Baltimore has a tiebreaker over them because they beat them. Then you have a whole bunch of teams at 5-7, and seven, and I think me and Sean Cohen were talking about it last week. Very, very few of these teams I would give any shot at all to. They're in it just, just by virtue of their record, and that's the only reason why they're still alive. Titans, they're not making the playoffs. Pittsburgh, I mean, it's interesting. Pittsburgh, they have three of their final games, final four games are at home. So that, you know, if they take advantage of home field, if they run the table, remember the only game that they're on the road is at Green Bay. If Rodgers is back, we'll see. But 
if they run the table, go nine and seven, they very well could could get that final spot. And it's very interesting with Pittsburgh. Three of their final four at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think, I, I, what do you? What kind of shot do you give them? I mean, Pittsburgh. I think has a. I, I mean, I think has a good shot. I, I want to see. I, I think the reason that Pittsburgh is still in this position is because of how Mike Tomlin handled everything. Right. I mean, the the way he said this team, we're not going to accept. He's this. a great head coach. Great head coach. But then you got this whole penalty thing. You got yeah. this whole fine thing. And whatever you know. I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just going to be an extra thing added. That's not. To the start. I I don't think I don't that's. I, mean, I don't think that's going to play. I don't into know if the, it'll be a huge thing, but I think I think it's something to look out for. They're I mean, moving on from that. Come on, that that's not even something that I don't that know. Has any life, I don't think. An embarrassing thing. That for me. the Dolphin situation clearly affected that locker room. Come on, this is this not is not enough for the Jets to take advantage of it. That's for sure. <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah, we'll get to the Jets in a little <laughs> while. Um, but no, I, I think Pittsburgh has probably the best shot out of the teams that are not in the playoffs if the season ended today. I'd say Pittsburgh has the best I don't shot know to about get that, it. Though I mean, Bang- you- Bengals. I mean, Pack will probably have Rodgers back. So you got Bengals and Packers. That's, that's yeah, maybe two losses but, right But there. they're at home against the Bengals. They're home three of their final four games. I mean, be, playing at home in Pittsburgh really, really helps this team. That's true. I mean, well, they're at, and they're playing they're at Cleveland. Lambeau for Pack. They are at Lambeau. It's going to be and, tough. It's going to be really tough. That could be the game that they really do need to win. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego, come on, they're not going to get in. Jets aren't going to get in. And then, you know, the four and eight teams I won't even go into. So, all right, I'm putting I'm putting you on the spot. Final wild card spot. Are you going to stick with Baltimore? I, 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 was, I was never... Big on Baltimore, um, you know, six and six. I think it's. I I, I, I think it's either. I really do. I think it's either. I think. I think, or, I think. I think. I think. Baltimore are like the Chargers. Oh come on! Chargers are five and seven. Okay, they're right. not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. They're still at Denver. They still have to go to Denver. That's one. That's a loss know. right I, there. I think the Chargers and I they think, have to I play Kansas play City again. Rated. Do they have to play them again? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not them. <laughs> maybe not them. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe my Jets will uh, pull oh, something come out. On. We'll see. Not to say. <laughs> you're, you're ridiculous. <laughs> it's either going to be Baltimore. All, these are the three teams. It's either going to be Baltimore, Miami, or Pittsburgh. Miami and Pittsburgh are playing Can, can each I other. say something? Go can ahead. I say something? I, I did the first show. I believe I did week one, and we were doing uh, we, predictions yeah. and stuff. And I, my bold prediction was the Jets would go 9-7, and seven, and people laughed at me. Well, guess what? They're 5-7. and seven, so Yeah, they're 5-7. I, th- I think they've done a lot. <laughs> Got to win four games so in a row, th- I think they've done a lot better oh, than people yeah. are giving them credit oh, for. Oh, well, obviously. I, I think mean, I should people, be given a lot more credit that, than I'm giving for. for thinking people thought that they'll they were like going to be the worst team in the league. And who I knows? Mean, they might, obviously, they, they've done they better than everybody They might go 9-7. and seven. There's no reason to think they won't go 9-7. and seven. Um, They're facing a bad They're facing a bad Oakland team. I mean, a, I mean, we're not. We're not. Okay, all right. They'll beat Oakland. Then yeah. they got to go to Carolina. Yeah, okay? I mean, they'll probably lose that game, and then they'll beat the Browns, beat the Dolphins. Eight no. and eight. I was a game off. No, no, they won't win two out of. Pat, they, Pat's agreeing with me. He they will not it. win three out of four. Absolute. Mark it down. They won't. They won't beat the Browns. They won't beat the Browns. They will. They'll lose to either. At home. They'll lose to no. They'll lose to either the Dolphins or the Browns. One of those two games, guarantee they lose. Have you seen their offense? They haven't scored a touchdown in two games. <laughs> Two games. They have their offense. I mean, the Browns and Dolphins aren't that good either. Awful. We'll see. Awful. The, awful the Jets offense. and Dolphins always they, they, they always play good games. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, last weekend was not a good game at all. Yeah, unbelievable. And, and then the Jets will rebound like how they have done every year. Blah 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 blah. Back and forth. Back and forth. We'll Re- see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's all I'm rebound saying. Rebound every year. All right. NFC. Looks like Seattle's got the one. I'm going to say New Orleans probably has the two. Then it gets a little interesting after that. Detroit. You think Detroit wins that NFC North? Oh, absolutely, definitely. I mean, I mean, you look at uh, their division; they're four and one. Everyone else has losing records. Yeah. So even if they end up tying with someone, they're gonna they're gonna have the best record at four and one. Uh, Bears are two and three. Pack is two two and one. Definitely Bears. Yeah. NFC North. 
Or definitely Lions, you mean? Lions, my yeah. Detroit, yeah. Dallas, let's get to your division here. You told me, we, we did this, last time we did the show, um, I can't remember who the Giants were facing. It was the game before the Packer game. I can't remember, I can't remember who it was against. You told, I asked, and obviously the Giants were still in the conversation for the division. Now okay. they're, now the Giants, you, you can admit the Giants are done? No, absolutely oh, not. Oh, obviously, because you couldn't admit the Jets were done, so you're not going to admit how, the Giants How are the are Giants done? done? They're two games oh, back with oh, four games left. Oh, yeah, they have to win all four, Nolan. All four to win, have any chance at winning the division. Even if they win all four, they're still not in position. They don't control their own destiny, okay? I'm just saying, it's, uh, they're not out of it. They're not. Who do you think is going to win the NFC East? Predict. You haven't made, I, I've been putting a gun to your head so far. You haven't made a prediction yet. I could have pulled the trigger honestly, by now. Honestly, I do like the Cowboys. I do okay. like the Cowboys. Okay, all right, good. Because you know what you told Realistically, me? Realistically, I do think the Cowboys are going to win. But listen. But to say that the Giants are out of it is... All right, is, forget is, the is, Giants. Means the Giants for, are out for, of it. Forget the Giants That's for right now. Saying. Forget the Giants. I'm not even talking about the Giants. I don't even know why I mentioned the Giants. <laughs> they're done. Like, they're so done. You told me the last time we did this show that you had you thought Philadelphia had absolutely no chance. Yeah. And now they're... And now you know what happened? Nick Foles happened. Yeah. I, I mean, he's, who, who would have thought he was no. going to play like this? I, I mean, mean he, well, he, you know, he's they, been doing amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's really... I mean, come on. I mean, look at Bobby, look at Bobby no Dubin. He said, he said if Chip Kelly put he's in... He's got to bring um, Bobby into Matt Bar- He said if, if uh, Chip Kelly put in Matt Barkley <laughs> in the game against the Giants... Then that means he has accepted that the season is over and we are going to lose. And they ended up going three and five. They put in Barkley they and they're seven and five. <laughs> and they're three and five. They lost and it looked like their season was over. They ripped off four straight wins. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I who who thought that the Eagles were going to do this well? No one did. But I still I still think the Cowboys have the upper hand. I still think they're a more complete team. So you, you're still going to go Dallas? I'll, I'll still go Dallas. Philly's got a really good game. Philly's got a great game against Detroit this weekend. They're at home. They're starting. They're really. They're, they've been winning games. I think they won four in a row now. Philly, going to be interesting. So you so you give them you give them the NFC East. Then who do you give the NFC South to? I, I it's probably going to be decided this Sunday night. Carolina at New Orleans. They still have to play each other again twice. Two times they still have to play mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. Carolina at nine and three. New Orleans at nine and three. What a game! That's what, going to be. What a game! It what actually game. got bumped up. Yeah, yeah, they had, a, well, they had a flex. That yeah, they had a flex. I mean, yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, who would have thought that would be a flex game? No, though? I mean, no. It, yeah. that's why you have the the, uh, the option to flex it near the end mm-hmm. of the season. Definitely. So, what kind of chance do you give Carolina? Not not just in this game, in that division, they sh- they will make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to. They will make the playoffs, but what kind of chance do you give them in that division? I'm. I'm not. It's not gonna come too, down to those two games. Bad. I mean, their their defense is really good. Cam Newton. Cam Newton has really like come on strong these last few. I mean, this whole season really. But I mean, he's really put on some impressive uh, numbers, some really good displays. Um, but you know, the Saints are the Saints. I truly wouldn't be surprised if either team won. I think it's gonna be like wh- which can match up better, the C- Carolina defense or the Saints offense. And when the Saints offense met a really good Seattle defense, you know, they were they were stopped pretty pretty. Uh, they were pretty much just stopped, you know. So yeah. uh, I, I, you can't count out. Maybe a little edge to the Panthers. I think they're feeling confident. You know, Cam Newton has a swag back. I mean, I think the Panthers might be the hot hand. Eight game winning streak, and this is this stat is unbelievable. I, I, and this is why I think the defense is the story on this team. They've given up fifteen points or less in this eight game winning streak. One, two, three, four, five, six times. Only Crazy. twice have they given up fifteen. Uh, they given that, up more than fifteen a, that's, points. That's very impressive. To so the Patriots, who scored twenty, but they the still, still lost. Scored twenty. Well, obviously, it's an eight-game winning streak. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking within the eight-game yeah, winning yeah. streak, the amount of times they've given yeah. up fifteen points or less, six times. So the Patriots scored twenty. Mm-hmm. Dolphins scored sixteen. 
So basic, I mean, gee, what a defense. That's insane. The defense yeah. is the story on this team. Yeah, I, oh, I, I think it is. Cam Newton's playing great, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But he's playing great with an offense that has just such a little amount yeah. of weapons. This defense is going to carry this team. It'll be interesting to see if it'll be back-to-back week where the Saints offense doesn't show up when they meet a really good defense. They're home. Listen, I, I, I'd be shocked if they don't put up 25 points. I really would be. I really, really would be. They are not only are they coming off a loss; they're coming off a loss where they scored seven points, the they lowest, I mean, the lowest scoring beat. output in the Sean Payton era. That's unbelievable. unbelievable. That is actually unbelievable. He took over, I believe, in 06. Unbelievable. So they have they have an axe to grind, big axe to grind. Do the New Orleans Saints? And um, all right, let's move on now. Let's talk about the Giants. <laughs> And our weekly Giants report with Sir Eric Malo. The Giants have won five of their last six games, but they've also lost seven of their last 12, and they've played poorly in pretty much every one of those 12 matchups. Sunday's win over the Redskins wasn't much different. Eli Manning threw a touchdown in his typical Sunday pick, and the defense put together another strong performance. Amazingly, this team's only two games back of the division, and has one last shot at a run. This weekend won't be easy, though, as the Giants travel to San Diego to take on the... Go Chargers! Go! And Coach Tom Coughlin knows this 5-7 and seven squad plays much better than their record suggests. This is a team, a very talented team, an explosive team, a physical team, and a team which we uh, look forward to uh, because we've played them twice in the last eight years, but not recently. I think the Chargers should have more than five wins. They're fourth in total offense behind Phillip Rivers' resurgent year, and they have some talented linebackers and safeties on the defensive side of the ball. They haven't lost a game by more than 10 points, and they play their opponents tough. They won't be an easy task for Big Blue. So, what do the Giants have to do to win? Well, they have to not turn the ball over, which Eli and his running backs have done a better job of lately, and their defense needs to be ready to defend the pass. Keenan Allen is an emerging star at receiver, and Danny Woodhead can annihilate teams in the screen game. John Beeson and Prince Mukamara need to be put on notice. But I'm just not sure the Giants have it in them this week. After 12 games, I expected at least one good performance, and I think I've seen too many goose eggs for me to believe Big Blue can steal a tough road win. I have the Giants going down in this one. Giants 17, Chargers 28. Covering the Giants, I'm Eric Malo, WFUV Sports. And we thank Eric Malo, Weekly Giants Report. And honestly, if I can't you, believe he picked the Giants to lose. How, no, no, just because it's Eric. He never picks the Giants to lose. Well, he, he I think he, he's very realistic about the situation this I mean, year. He, I mean, this I, is... I've done a lot of NFL Fridays. For the most part, he's always picked the Giants. Like, almost always. If you have... If you have give, me, give me one reason that you, you, you should believe that they would win this game. I'm not saying me personally. Okay. I'm talking about Eric Mala. Okay, no, no, I, I'm trying. I'm just starting the conversation. Well, but here. but in, in general, I mean, I, I I mean, it's prior active. It's the Chargers. Oh, the Chargers. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I'm starting to get ready for the Jets. Uh, my bad. But no, no, I, I don't think there's really good reason at all. No, no, no reason. They're going across the country. Yeah, making this the West offense, Coast trip. Yeah, like offense you said, is really Chargers good. Chargers offense is great. And honestly, Rivers has been great. Honestly, I mean, the Giants did not look great against the Redskins, and and the only reason they won that game is because the Redskins. Are terrible. 
Redskins have a terrible defense. Redskins, the Giants, the Giants had a bad first quarter against. It the Redskins. was fourteen nothing Redskins. In yeah, that but game. then but then think about the, the, then the the rest of the three quarters they only got three more points. Right, because they're the Redskins. So yeah. I don't I don't expect that from the Chargers. So so one bad quarter and then after that the Giants D was pretty dominant. I mean Justin Tuck had four sacks, career high. He was able to sack. Uh, RG3 four times on 10 snaps. I, he's I been mean, nowhere I mean, this year. Yeah, he's, he's been, been nowhere. nowhere. So that was a good game for him to come out to get. Jason Pierre-Paul out for this game. Yeah. So they lose him. They also lose Corey Webster for this game. And uh, this might be the most important one of all three. Brandon Jacobs is doubtful. So you strictly will be relying on Andre Brown. Andre Brown's been playing well, but... Peyton Hillis will probably get some and Peyton, snaps. Right, and Peyton yeah, Hillis. will get some snaps in there. They're going to be limited. They're going to be very limited. All right, so let, let's just go back to our conversation we were having about you thinking the Giants have a chance in this division. Because Can you admit they're not winning the wild card? Yeah, they're not going right, to win the okay, wild card. Right, no, no, it's division or bust. You have, a I pul- know you have a pulse. I have a pulse. Giants, <laughs> let's say they win four games in a row, right? Yeah, so nine and seven. All right, oh, well, well, nine and seven. Okay, okay, nine and seven. Here we go. Okay. All right, the Cowboys and the Eagles face each other in the final week of the regular season. That gives automatically one, one of them eight wins. Automatically. And one of them automatically... Loses. Right, right, but that doesn't matter in this situation. Okay. So it gives one of them automatically eight wins because they both have seven right now. Okay. All the all all that has to happen is for one of them to win one more game between now and that point, and the Giants are automatically eliminated no matter what they but do. But see, you're talking about a possibility, which means that the Giants' season is not over. Right. Mathematically, it's not it's over. It's not mathematically over. That's like saying the Rams' season is not over. Rams are five and seven, okay? Okay. And... They have no chance, just like the Giants. They're just not mathematically eliminated. That's like that's like no, saying no, that, the Mets. That's, that's Met, the Mets are, Mets are alive until no, that, that's you know September sixteenth when they're <laughs> mathematically they're officially officially done. That's completely different because there's three games out of the wild card with four games left. That's right. that's impossible. I'll talk to you after this week then. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Let's just see what happens. All. All Philly or Dallas has to do is win one more game before they before they face each other. Just one of them has just, to just win think, one just more. Think about this. Between just the two of them, Giants, just win a game. That's the Giants it. are playing Chargers. Dallas is playing Bears. Well, look at the schedule. Eagles the schedule are right playing now. the Lions. Of those three matchups, oh, no, they, who they do you both, like? The, who do you both? like the most? Who do you like the most? I'll take Giants Absolutely over Chargers. Absolutely not. I like I like Philly at home against Detroit. Of course, no. Of course, no, I do. No. They're they're playing much better football right now. They don't turn it over. They're a better football team right now. All right. Well, yeah, that's Monday night, right? Patrick Burns says the Giants are the kings of not being mathematically eliminated and then making the playoffs. Thank that's you, thing. Thank you. And then they beat New England in the Super Bowl. <laughs> we can only that's hope. what they do. Go for the Listen, trifecta. you're right. You're right. But, I mean, it's just the situation so right now so it, is just All I'm not... saying is, is it's not so crazy to think Giants can pull out a win against Chargers. It's not so crazy. No, it's not to crazy think to think Dallas that. falls to Chicago. No. no and I, Philly loses to Detroit, which would put them... One game back with three weeks left. Listen, that ain't crazy. Eagles. Let's let we'll go over the schedule. That's right, not crazy. We'll go over the schedule right now. The three teams that 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 the Eagles and Cowboys are facing before they face each other. Okay, okay. here we go. Uh, Phillies at, at home against the Lions this week. Okay, so they could lose that. Sure, they. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not giving them a win in that game necessarily. Okay. They've won four in a row, by the way. At the Vikings, a game they should win. Yeah. I mean, honestly, okay. if you're okay. going to be in the playoffs, yeah. you got to win that game. Okay. At home against the Bears, that's another toss up. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's tough. All right. I give them. I out of those that, three that's games. Extreme. I mean. I mean. Out ba- of those, bears. Bears and lines right there. Out of those three games, I give them one win. Just that's all they need is one. That's it. One game. Just win one out of three. And then you got to beat Dallas. Oh, well, let, let, let's look at Dallas. Right, let's look at Dallas. Let's, let's look at Dallas. 
Hold on one sec. Here we go. So they're facing the Bears this week yep. in Chicago, Monday night. It's a toss-up. I I think I, we're not picking that game, are we? I don't think that is a pick, actually. We're not picking that game. I'll, I, I say the Cowboys win that game. Okay. I say All the Cowboys right. win All that right. game. Cutler's still not there um, for the Bears. Uh, then they're then they're home against the Packers. Yeah, Rodgers might might be back. We don't know. Rodgers is out this week. We his t- we still have a no timetable for him. But he could be back. He could be back at the Redskins. I mean, if you're going to win that division and you can't beat the Redskins, yeah, you don't deserve it. So again, one out of three. Exactly. I, g- I give them at least one out of three. I give that. I give both both the Cowboys and the Eagles one out of three wins in their next three games before they face each other. Therefore, in my mind, the Giants are mathematically eliminated. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get to a prediction for this game. <laughs> that was good, Mac. That I, was good, I yeah. appreciate that. That was good. But you also see how it's not completely over, out the wall. Like, I believe like, it is. I believe it is. That's like saying the— I, I could honestly see— The Raiders honestly, are not mathematically eliminated. I could honestly see— The Jets are not mathematically eliminated. No, but eliminated. They're, they're cha- the Titans are not mathematically eliminated. Their chances are much, much better. Their chances are Titans much, are much one, better. Titans are one game out—or two games out of the wild card. Five their and seven. Their chances are much better. It's much better. I'm saying, when we look back, the NFC uh, NFC uh, East will be—the winner will be 9-7, and seven, and Giants will probably be right there at 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7. and seven. And they'll— I disagree. And they'll lose on the I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll, win two, they'll win two more games, 7-9. and nine. Okay. All right, that's fine. Prediction? Um, you know, Chargers are probably going to win. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to go with the Chargers, Chargers as well. Yeah. All right, let's get to those JETS. After all that. <laughs> All right, here we go with the J-E-T-S. And to help us talk about the Jets, we bring in Seth Walder of the New York Daily News. Seth, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing well, doing, doing well. And, uh, well, let's talk about the quarterback situation for this team. Uh, Rex Ryan decides to bench Geno Smith last week. Didn't really help. This team has no offense right now. Who should be the quarterback in your mind? In my mind, they should make a move to Sims, but I understand where Rex is coming from. Uh, he's... Gino, at a certain point in this season, showed a lot of potential. He was throwing the ball downfield. They're finally getting some weapons back. I use that term loosely, obviously, because the Jets' receiving core is pretty weak. But Curley and Holmes should be back. And you can maybe see rekindling some of that chemistry they had early on in the season. Are you surprised with Gino and like how much he has you know, fallen off that mark where he was earlier in the year? Absolutely, because it's, I mean, it's hard to imagine seeing this guy who we watched beat Atlanta in week five. That mm-hmm. It seemed like a taller task then, uh, but throwing the ball downfield against Buffalo in week three, mm-hmm. and then he looks nothing like that anymore. I mean, nothing. You, I, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, I don't know. But the drop-off in play has been so dramatic that, yeah, I'm really stunned about it. Well, and that was actually going to be my follow-up question. Do you think it's how the coaches have been handling him? Do you think he's just hesitant? I mean, he only did throw only like 10 passes this past week. Do you think it's maybe more of how he's being handled? Yeah, so I think it's a combo. I think the fact is is that the coaches have lost some trust in him. They're afraid that he's going to throw picks. And that in turn has caused an extremely conservative game plan. And from there, it can sort of become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So Gino is, is concerned about throwing interceptions, so he's, he's waiting too long. Definitely, yep. You know, really working through his progressions too much. Uh, 
and he's, he's afraid to air that ball out. That's the strength of his is throwing the ball downfield. So I think that what you have to do is say, okay, we're going to roll with Geno. If he throws picks and he kills us, so be it. But if, we, if they just run the way they did against Baltimore, you're not going to win. And Seth, obviously this offense has been abysmal, haven't scored a touchdown in two games. They haven't played it. This team hasn't played a good game in over a month uh, when they played the Saints. Would you pull it? Would you put it all on Geno right now? Or, you know, you mentioned this, this wide receiving core who really I've been saying for over a year now, they have no weapons offensively to help the quarterback. What do you think the main issue right now? Is it all on Geno? It's not all on Geno because, like you said, I mean, the receiving core, it's probably the worst group of wide receivers in the league. And that doesn't make anyone's life easier. But you have to look at the secondary. It's been an issue. Uh, they've been gotten burned by the deep ball all year, and that caused Rex to sort of change his scheme up a little bit. Last week you saw them playing uh, two high safeties uh, a lot, and, and then they, they lost on some underneath stuff. So it, it's a tough balancing act for them, and it really comes down to uh, Antonio Cromartie not playing like he has in the past, and Dean Milliner not living up to expectations. Uh, Chris Ivory, he's been nursing his ankle, only 12 and 9 carries uh, the last two weeks, respectively. Uh, what do you think his role will be uh, this Sunday? Uh, he's their best runner right now, so I imagine that he'll be, uh, he'll be, you know, he's kind of going to be the biggest yardage back. But but is, is he healthy? Like, do you know, or like, will he be able? Will they be giving him back to like maybe twenty attempts again? He's healthy. I don't think that you're going to see the twenty attempts because it's not. It's not because of his health. It's more because of uh, allow Powell's role on third down. So Powell's a better blocker than Ivory, and he's a better pass catcher. So. You can't have Ivory in there on third down unless you're going to run. And if you have him in there, uh, the other team knows they're gonna, you're going to run. So mm-hmm. you have to give snaps to Powell. Okay, Seth, the Jets have lost to, let's see, four teams that are in front of them right now, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Miami, and Baltimore for that wild card spot. Me and Nolan were talking a little earlier. He thinks that they're still right there. I mean, they still are right there. And you look at the remaining schedule, Raiders at the Panthers, home against the Browns, at the Dolphins, anything could happen in, in all four of those games. Um, what do you think about this team's future? Do you see them making the playoffs? I don't see them making the playoffs. I think it's, an, I think it's a real stretch to say that they will. Obviously, they're mathematically still alive. It's, it's possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. It, to say they're right in there is tough because, yeah, they're a game back, but they're effectively a game and a half back because of all those tiebreakers that they've lost. So, Gosh, I, I just don't see a way that they they end up making the playoffs. They have to be they have to basically win out, and I have barely any faith that they can beat the Raiders this week. So, uh, I really don't think that this team will be in the postseason. So you don't see them beating the four and eight Raiders. Uh, before we let you go, could you say what's the biggest reason why you think uh, they don't come out victorious? Oh no, I, I do. I, I think they will be. The oh, Raiders, you think I'm they will saying. do? Okay, okay. I, I think it, the the Raiders are are so hapless, and yet uh, I consider it to be. Uh, it will probably be a very close, very very ugly ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolina after that will be uh, much tougher. Seth, real quick before we let you go, how should fans be feeling about this football team right now? I think they they should be. I mean. Probably a little discouraged, I guess. Uh, you know, I don't think that anyone expected this season to be uh, a particularly 
strong, you know, have a particularly strong chance to make the playoffs. But I think what you really hoped, if you were a fan, this season was to figure out who your quarterback will be, and they haven't done that. I mean, that was the goal all along. We talked about it all in the preseason. And uh, at this point, you're looking at, you know, probably another quarterback competition next training camp, whether that be uh, someone they draft or or someone they bring in um, as a free agent. And it, it's just it's just hard for a team to go forward without having, you know, a franchise quarterback or a hope of a franchise quarterback and knowing who that guy is. Seth Walder from the New York Daily News talking Jets with us. Seth, thanks for the time, bud. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, and, uh, yeah, I, I agree that they're not going to – I don't think they're going to make the playoffs – and I think the loss of Miami is what really kills yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and this offense. I mean, is this offense good enough to make the playoffs? No, no, no it's not, not at all. The, the biggest thing is, is like what Seth said is just everyone's just shocked at how bad Geno Smith has been. Yeah, I mean, he really had some good games thrown the in there. Same I mean, time. good, good, good late drives, right? Keeping composure. I mean, obviously nothing to fill throws. up a stat sheet, but no, that no. Atlanta drive was like boom, 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 yeah. and then field goal and. And win, you know exactly. That was... Yeah, I mean, just to see him go four for ten for twenty nine yards. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and, you know, and it goes and it it's goes rough. right back to thinking, why did the Jets draft this guy? I mean, what's his what's his future going to be? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's being replaced by Matt Sims. And Seth mentions that he thinks there's going to be another quarterback competition next year. I mean, that's. That's not what Rex Ryan signed up for. <laughs> no, and, and going back. And Mark I, Sanchez is still probably going to be here. Yeah, no, he still wants to play. He said he still wants to play again in the Just Jets imagine jersey. imagine that if he's back starting next year? That would be unbelievable. I mean, and if he does well, that would be some story. That I mean, would that be. would be some comeback story. I mean, I mean, comeback player of the year, potential, yeah. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And, and it goes back to um, thinking even before the season how there were rumbles that the Jets were interested in Alex Smith. And I know I truly wish the Jets had gotten Alex Smith. I, yeah, I really do. Funny. They they just need. They can't keep having these young rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. Ever since two thousand eight, two thousand nine, just hasn't been working. It's been almost a half decade of rookie quarterbacks. You need. They just need to get a solidified player at that position, and, and it's just not happening right now. And for people who think that, oh well, you know, if Alex Smith came here, who's he going to throw it to? Well, who's he throwing to in Kansas City? Yeah. I mean, Donnie Avery, Dwayne Bow. I mean, these guys aren't all pro wide receivers. Yeah, Alex Smith is a veteran. He knows mm-hmm. how to win. And the only reason he lost that 49ers job, I'm convinced, is because he had that concussion. And oh, a yeah. lot of people were thinking maybe they'd be better off. I mean, what Colin Kaepernick did in the playoffs was unbelievable. He's I, the I right mean, guy. He's the right guy just, um, It was just unbelievable. But he hasn't been as flashy this year. And sometimes people think, oh, I, well, yeah, I kind of wonder if we did have Alex Smith. And you know what? He's been doing very well in Kansas City. He's been doing I, excellent in Kansas City. Before we move on to fantasy football, let's uh, check in with Chris Venezia for our weekly Jets report. Things really can change in a hurry. It wasn't all that long ago when rookie quarterback Geno Smith was a hero, leading the Jets to a victory at home over the New England Patriots and the New Orleans Saints. Sure, he was throwing some interceptions, but the team was 5-4 and four in the middle of the race to grab an AFC wildcard spot. Fast forward a few weeks, and Gang Green is in the middle of a three-game losing streak with a 5-7 and seven record. Last weekend, the Jets were embarrassingly pummeled in front of the home crowd by the Miami Dolphins. The offense couldn't find the end zone, and the defense struggled to make plays in the 23-3 loss. 
Head coach Rex Ryan wasn't impressed with his team. I mean, it was a, an awful performance by us. We got uh, outplayed in all three phases of the game. You know, I know our fans deserve a hell of a lot better than that. And we better get it. We better get better in a hurry. Geno Smith struggled and was benched at halftime for Matt Sims. Smith hasn't thrown a touchdown since October 20th against the Patriots, and he's tossed 19 INTs this season. He didn't make excuses for Sunday's loss. We didn't, you know, get it done today on offense or, uh, you know, as a team. You know, we couldn't get a victory, and uh, that's very frustrating uh, for me as a quarterback. The Jets have decided to start Geno Smith again this Sunday against the Oakland Raiders. Rex Ryan says he's behind the rookie. I believe in Geno. I think uh, I think he has the tools to be a good quarterback in this league. The Raiders and Jets both need wins this weekend to keep their slim playoff hopes alive. My prediction, I don't expect much offense from either team, but New York will snap out of the losing streak. Jets 13, Raiders 10. With the... <laughs> Report, I'm Chris Venezia. I have faith in Gino. Oh, he's a good quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Rex. Kind of feel bad for him. You, you know, know he I mean? was in the talk of being coach of the year yeah. before this little uh, yeah, two or little, three game slide. They don't score a touchdown in two games. No, That's it's, just it's un- tough. Like, it's he, awful. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got? You, you know, I, I do think the Jets do pull this one out. Uh, home Raiders team, like Seth said previously, just not, they're not a good team. They're no, not Ra- Raiders team. are not a good I mean, they had a 21 7 lead against Dallas at Dallas. And lost. Yeah, did not no. score or scored a field goal in the second half. Yeah, I mean, you know, that wasn't good. Uh, they were the team that Philadelphia blew up on that one oh, game. Oh, yeah, the seven-touchdown game. The seven-touchdown game. They're close. not a good team. You know, I think you got to give it to the Jets. The Raiders are 0-11. 0-11 when traveling cross-country to, New- that's to the Eastern time zone. That's an unbelievable stat. So it's going to keep going this week. I'll give the Jets the win. All right, let's get to our fantasy football report. It's playoff time in the fantasy playoffs. Here we go. It's time for some fantasy football talk. Who are the best picks around the NFL? Plus, start them and sit them to help you win your league. Bobby Gubin is here. It's playoff time in the FUV fantasy league. Nolan has been eliminated. Uh, can, can I just say that? Can I just say, my mic was off. I guess once you get eliminated in the playoffs, you're not allowed to talk on NFL Friday anymore. See ya. Uh, See ya. Can I just say my team put up 134 points, and I lost uh, by I, I, seven to Macro. That's unbelievable. And the, I, that is unbelievable. And, and for the playing game, you put up 134 points, you should be winning that. You know what the other winner was of the next game? I think it was like 70. So I was robbed. I'm upset. And you guys can talk about your little fancy playoffs. <laughs> All right. Bobby, what's going on? Um, well, I will be equally upset uh, if I lose to Kenny this I week. I think you'll be actually way more upset. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, you've be, been talking I'll, about I'll, be, this. I'll be way more you've upset. You've been talking about this for uh, weeks now. I, I, I won't admit it how upset I will actually be, but um, yeah, let's just hope it doesn't come to that. Let's, uh, let's hope. <laughs> so we'll just, do start him, sit him, and then we'll talk okay, about the And then we'll talk matchups. about that matchup some more. Okay. So at quarterback this week, uh, I I gotta love uh, Nick Foles and Matt Stafford. Both of them, uh, I think that game's gonna be a shootout. Um, I like Matt Stafford more than Nick Foles just because Stafford's safer. I mean, he's a guy that's you know been a top four quarterback this entire season. Um, Nick Foles is you know definitely been great these last couple weeks, mm, but I mean, he has. if I had to rely on one guy, it would be Matt Stafford. Um, but I, I'm not shocked that I know you mentioned that you're starting Foles over Stafford. I don't think that's, you know, 
a reach or anything like that. I just personal preference. I would trust Stafford more. Um, Josh McCown, uh, as weird as it might sound, uh, <laughs> rhyming here uh, at Dallas. Um, you know, Dallas is just their defense is depleted completely. Uh, he's been really good. He's thrown over two touchdowns, uh, I think, in his last three games. Um, yeah, I'm just weak defense. I think he, uh, he's going to have a nice day. Uh, Philip Rivers against the Giants. I look at it this way: if he put up nearly 400 yards and three touchdowns on the road in Kansas City, why can't he do? Oh. You know, have a good game. All signs would point to a field. You know, game. against the G-men at home. I mean, I mean, he, he's ranked as the 11th quarterback on fan, on ESPN.com. That that baffles me. Right, it that baffles, baffles me he's ranked as well. Of, I mean, Josh McCown's ahead of him. Uh, Russell Wilson's ahead of him. Yeah, and Come Russell on. Wilson is going up against San Francisco. So you know, jeez, that's a that's a dark horse yeah, pick yeah, right there. Yeah, I, I think Philip Rivers is going to have a nice day, and it's not just because I own him, right? Yeah, you, I, do I, you know. Um, and then I think Alex Smith at Washington is going to have another good day. Uh, he's had three straight games with two D's, two TDs or more. Um, Washington defense is not good, and uh, no. Kansas City is actually realizing they can pass the ball, not run it, you know, right. 80% of the time. Uh, at quarterbacks, I don't like uh, Colin Kaepernick against the Seahawks. It's, again, not just because Kenny has him, uh, although I'm glad that he has Colin Kaepernick <laughs> going against a rough matchup uh, sure. as in the Seahawks. But, I mean, you look at what Seattle did to Breeze last week. You know, yes, San Francisco's home, but Kaepernick's been averaging under 180 yards passing since week two. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard, down to, year it's hard to trust trust uh, a guy like that. Uh, and Carson Palmer against St. Louis, this is just more of a gut call. I mean, he's been really superb the last five games, two TDs or more. But, you know, the Rams' D is uh, is good, and I think Jeff Fisher's got him, you know, hyped up. And I think that could be, you know, I'll do a little sneak preview. Uh, the Rams are my upset pick, yeah, you know, for yeah. this week. So Not a bad pick. Uh, at running back, um, Eddie Lacy against Atlanta. Spiller, who's been dead all season, ran for 149 yards and just 15 carries against Atlanta. So wow. I, I think, you know, Eddie Lacy is going to destroy the Falcons. Uh, speaking of Spiller, I think him and Fred Jackson both have a nice game. Uh, the Bucks D has allowed 343 rushing yards on five yards per carry to opposing running backs in the last three weeks. So I think that trend continues. Uh, and the Bills are already a run first offense. Uh, I think both of them. Uh, produce decent numbers. Um, Andre Brown against the Chargers. Look, I think that's a given. I mean, since returning uh, from his fractured, uh, what was it, his leg, right? Fractured leg? Yeah. Yeah, since returning from his fractured leg, he's fourth in rushing, third in carries and rushing yards after contact, and tied for second in rushing touchdowns among all running backs. Wow. So start Andre Brown. I mean, it Definitely. should be a given at this point, but he's not a household name, so no. in case anybody was thinking otherwise. Uh, running backs I don't like, Frank Gore against Seattle. He only no had way. 16 yeah. yards in Week 2 against Seattle. Uh, Is it safe to say you don't start any running back against Seattle? I mean, unless you have, like, uh, AP. No, because I mean, Seattle's run defense is not impenetrable, but the only guys I would definitely start against Seattle are probably Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Uh, McCoy, McCoy, Charles, Forte, and maybe Demarco Murray because he's been killing yeah, it this yeah. year. Um, Unless it's a top five running back. Yeah, yeah you got it. Got to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, at wide receiver, wide receivers that I like, Alshon Jeffrey Forte's against, a bit, against Dallas. <laughs> 
Kelly has him facing <laughs> me. Al- Alshon Jeffrey against Dallas. You know, he blew up last week, which is a shame because you didn't get to use him yeah. uh, in your matchup. Um, but I feel you there. 48 points last I, week. Hey, I, jo- I have Josh Gordon, same thing almost. So I think he had 43 points. So, you know, I feel your pain. But I think he's going to have another great matchup uh, won't have against 48. Dallas. I don't think he'll have 48, <laughs> no. Um, Hopefully that's enough to beat I, Kelly, I though. would be stunned if he didn't get a touchdown against Dallas. Uh, same goes for Brandon Marshall. Um, Kendall Wright against Denver. Uh, he's had six or more catches in, in his last four weeks, and let's face it, Tennessee is going to need to do you know a miracle to stay in that game. So they're going to be passing the ball, and I think it'll go to Kendall Wright above everybody else. Um, and Torrey Smith against Minnesota. That's just Minnesota's terrible. Torrey Smith gets the deep ball all the time, so... I'd be They've been playing a lot better lately. I'd Baltimore. be surprised if he didn't get at least one deep ball catch and probably a touchdown. Um, wide receivers I don't like. T.Y. Hilton at Cincinnati. Luck's just been struggling. Tough, whole, uh, yeah. It's a tough road matchup. Whole offense. They're the so, reason why I missed the playoffs. So, in, in the yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of any Colt wide receiver. Um, and Danny Amendola against Cleveland. Just There's not enough to go around. Another reason why I didn't make you the know. playoffs in the league. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the, all the receivers that you don't <laughs> yeah. start, are I had on my team. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm not <laughs> that's playing. That's why you got to listen to Bobby Goobins, fans. And, uh, and last but not least, Marcus <laughs> Colson. He's the reason I probably – he's one of the reasons I didn't make the playoffs in one of my leagues. But uh, against Carolina, he's just been super inconsistent all year long. We talked about it. No Saints uh, receiver has, has been a, a, a safe play. I, it's It's been so bad. I may not draft another Saints receiver for the next five years in fantasy just out of principle. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Um, at tight end, uh, Martellus Bennett against Dallas. Again, that's a great matchup. I think he's going to have a good day. See, Kenny owns Martellus Bennett, and I'm still. All right, okay. Uh, All right, so I'm not enough. trying to, you know, dislike or not like guys that I'm going up against. Uh, Delaney Walker against Denver. Um, you know, same thing as Kendall Wright. They're going to have to pass the ball, and Delaney Walker has actually been a bright spot of that Tennessee offense. And this one might be a little bit of a shocker. Not too many people might know him, but Ladarius Green uh, against the Giants. Uh, he's merging. He's emerging as the top tight end on that Chargers offense. Uh, Antonio Gates is getting up there, as we know, in age. And uh, Green has really been uh, a youthful uh, up-and-comer. And I, I think he's had two touchdowns in the past two games. I think he gets another touchdown against the Giants. And I'm not saying I would start him over Antonio Gates, but I think he definitely has a higher upside Uh Gates. Uh, tight ends, I don't like Charles Clay against Pittsburgh. Miami's offense has just been, you know, all over the place. Not really can't depend on any one guy. You know, just when you think Mike Wallace is dead, he comes back alive. Oh my god. Uh, I don't think you could ever depend on the run game, but yeah, I, I just don't think there's really anybody on that offense who you can trust. Uh, and I definitely don't like John Carlson at Baltimore. Uh, he had a couple of decent games, but not against the Ravens on the road. I don't think it's going to happen for him. All right, Bobby. So here wow, we go. Very good in depth. This will be analysis. a fun. This will be a fun next couple <laughs> of minutes here, previewing these matchups. We'll start off with your matchup. You must be joking. The number six seed, Bobby. <laughs> what, what is that for? I don't understand. My team name. Yeah. Oh, it's Stephen A. Smith spoof. Oh, okay. My, oh, okay. If, for yeah, those of you, for those of you that, is, uh, for those of you that know uh, of gifts, uh, my fantasy picture or photo for yes. all my teams in all my leagues. Uh, is something related to Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen A. Smith. Just because I find him hilarious. So, all right, quarterback, here we go. Uh, against um, Cash Money Milliners, which is Kenny Ducey. They hated Kenny Ducey's. Yeah. 
Oh, we're Phillip good. Rivers, I'm glad we're breaking this down. I'm break it down. Why so not? So that everybody can. Philip Rivers against Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to go with Rivers there. Rivers against the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's going to Reggie it. Bush, Zach Stacy. I got to go with Bush. <laughs> I think that's going to be my team name next year. I think I'm just have Payne's confused, angry face. I'm, I'm very happy simple. that. Can we get it, that one more time? I never actually heard that. Can we get that one more time? Get that one more time. <laughs> Say that one. We'll run the ball. That's perfect. All right, you know, we that's actually perfect. are running low on time. So, real quick, all right, real who, who wins a matchup? Fire. Who wins a matchup? Uh, who do you, I, I mean, mean, it's crazy to ask you. I mean, things. I don't know why you're asking. I mean, I think Reggie Bush against a weak Philadelphia defense uh, is a better matchup than Zach Stacy at the top run defense. No, I'm saying who wins Tennessee the Rangers. entire? Oh, the entire thing? Well, of course I'm going to think I do. I mean, <laughs> I think if you break it down, Benny just, right there. just really quick, we'll run down the roster. Uh, I have Phillip Rivers, Reggie Bush, Giovanni Bernard, Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon, Jimmy Graham, Rashad Jennings, Texans D, did nothing for me against Jack. You had the better team on paper. And Steven Hauschka. You he has Colin Kaepernick, Zach Stacy, Bobby Rainey, Calvin Johnson, Jared Boykin, Martellus Bennett, Ryan Matthews, Saints D, and Justin Tucker. Oh, you got to be kidding. It obviously goes to, to Bobby yeah. over here. Yeah, he, he should win on paper. <laughs> he should win. Look, at this point, I'm just going <laughs> to say <laughs> my team has more heart than Bobby's. His oh, team doesn't right. try that hard. And... My yeah, coach him up club. better, Bobby. I don't, Come on, I, what are you doing? The, the starting lineup has not been decided yet. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. There's still, I mean, still, there's still some made. deliberations to be made by Coach Ducey. But Andre Ellington could play. Ryan Matthews could play. Denarius Moore, juicy matchup against the terrible Jets Denarius secondary Moore, is could he play. Healthy? I can't him. hear what you're saying because uh-huh. we don't have that technology. <laughs> all I'm saying right now is that my guys are going to go out there, and they're going to give it, it all, and the 2012 champion – Right now, sitting inside Studio Three, <laughs> so you just just you should respect the champ right, right now, right. and you should know that my team is capable of anything. All right, here we go. Graham Cracker Holmes, my team, because I had Graham <laughs> at one point. I'm just too lazy to change it, and I had Santonio Holmes, and he's gone too. But I do have a new Holmes, <laughs> Andre Holmes, <laughs> Raiders receiver. As of right now, he's in my lineup. You know, he is actually ranked. Uh, That's on the ESPN, which why I got him. I maybe. was surprised. I mean, I, you I knew who he was. I, I sometimes I pay attention to the guys on the waiver wire, and sometimes yeah. I just you know. All right, so I'll just run down the teams it. real quick. I have Foles at QB, Eddie Lacy, Bernard Pierce as my running backs for this week. Uh, Greg Jennings and Andre Holmes as my receivers. Jason Witten as my tight end. Alshon Jeffrey at my flex. Caleb Sturgis as my kicker. And I have the Packers defense right now. Obviously, nothing is set in stone yet because some of the names you heard are not at all household names. So I might be changing some stuff before game time. And then Kelly, no Revis, no problem, has Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. LaShawn McCoy and Matt Forte. If I lose, it'll be because of those two. Uh, Marcus Colston, Antonio Brown at wide receiver. Jordan Reed at tight end. Pierre Garçon is the flex. Graham Gano is her kicker. And the Dolphins defense. Who do you got, Bobby? Who do you think? It's, it's, I, I think I mean, I'm, I think I'm ov- lose. Overall, I think Kelly has a, yeah. a, a more solid team, but that doesn't mean anything doesn't mean, in fantasy. I think it's close enough. I think the two teams are close is, enough. You know, one surprise, as I told Kenny before this, and, and he might agree or disagree, but going down his team, for me, the X factor will be Jarrett Boykin. I have no idea. At zero last week. Yeah, zero last week, That's but he also he also could put up 
you know, 20. No, that's definitely true. So yeah, for me, it's if he has another quiet day, which I hope and what I think is more likely than if we had to pick between Jared Boyd and have a, a quiet day or a big day, I think you'd go with quiet day. Yeah. Because um, but you're, you're totally right about uh, fantasy. That's what I, you know, because yeah. of any given week. I mean, when I lost to Crow last week, I mean, he had Demarco Murray who put up 32 it's points. Mur- it's Murray, Murray, <laughs> right? Three put up 32 points, right. and then uh, he had Detroit D that put up 21. So right there, two positions got 53 points. You know, so you never know. It's, that's, you have it's, no idea. It's fantasy. You have no idea. It's fantasy. All right, that's that's uh, that's that sounds good to me. All right, let's move on now. Everybody's favorite segment: the picks. Let's look <laughs> into here the crystal ball for some weekly NFL predictions. All right, here we go. Oakland and the Jets. I took the Jets. No one took the Jets. Bobby, uh, I got to go with the Jets. I mean. Look, I'm a Jet fan at heart. They've been really disappointing, but I gotta believe they can beat Oakland. Kelly, at home. Kelly's going with Oakland. Patrick's going with Oakland. We go to the phone and say hello to Julian Atienza. Julian, up, who do you got? What's going on, guys? Uh, you know the Oakland Raiders should beat the Jets, but give me the Jets because they got a good rushing attack. Marco Murray ran all over them on Thanksgiving Day, so we're just gonna run, stumble, and fumble their way to a win. Giants and the Chargers. I have the Chargers. Nolan has the Chargers. Kelly has the Chargers. Pat has the Chargers. Bobby. I got to go with the Chargers. I mean, it's a East Coast team going all the way to the West Coast. And I think the Chargers have been better all season long than the Giants. So why not? Julian. Chargers. I guess I'm still Absolutely. All right. Here we go with some good games now. Seattle at San Francisco. That's a great game. Seattle wins. They win the division. Uh, Nolan. You know, Seattle away from their home stadium, they're not, not good. as good. Uh, San Francisco, you know. I think they're feeling like this might be a must win. All their losses are on the road. Give me Seattle. Niners. Give me Niners. I, I was going to go with the Niners until I saw, you know, more footage of the game against the Saints. <laughs> they dismantled New Orleans. Now, yes, that was at home and they had the 12th man. And the Niners defense has been coming on these I, last I few just games. think if Seattle plays their best game, they beat San Francisco. So you think if they both play their best they game. They both play their best game, Seattle wins. So I'm, for that reason, I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to go with San Francisco. Kelly's going with Seattle. Pat's going with Seattle. Julian. Um, Seattle's not the same team on the road. No. I do think the Seahawks taking uh, San Francisco with this one. Um, I just don't think the 49ers defense is as good as it has been last year in your staff. So who are you going with again? I'm sorry. Seattle, the <laughs> Oh, you, so you are Seahawks. going with Seattle, even though yeah. you said because all six of their losses are on the road, and this will probably be their toughest road game of the year without even looking at their schedule. Carolina at New Orleans Sunday night. The, the Saints let me down. I picked them to beat Seattle, believe it or not. Um, but I got to go with New Orleans bounce back game. I mean, this is this is this is I think the biggest no brainer of all the picks this week. I really do. No. I think Seattle proved last week good defense would be good offense. Give me the Panthers. Wow. I, I mean, I wow. Think I, I wouldn't say it's a no brainer. I, I do. I, but I, I think you got to go with. The you Saints just look at how dominant favorite. the Saints have been. I mean, been. yeah, they've been great at home. I mean, unbeatable. The almost. Saints. Drew Brees said this stat. Yeah. That the the Saints are the best team in the NFL since 2009 after a loss. Yeah. Give me so. give me who that nation at home over Cam Newton, who I'm still not convinced, although everybody else seems to be. I'm sorry. I meant Drew Brees said that they're best team on the road since 09. That didn't hold up Monday night, but it'll hold up at home as far as Saints playing at home on Sunday night. Kelly going with New Orleans. Patrick going with New Orleans. Julian. Uh, give me the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees at home, like everybody said. And I think the Saints is tricked up here. 
I will be absolutely Dave shocked. Dave Superman outfits absolutely out. Absolutely shocked if the Panthers out. win this game. All right, last game before we get to the upsets. The Colts at the Bengals, and this is such a toss-up. Such a toss-up. Cincinnati plays, and they haven't lost a game at home this year, 5-0. and The Colts have been sputtering lately. Give me the Colts, though. Give me the Colts. I don't yep. think it's as much of a toss-up yeah, as you I agree. think. I think I'm going to go Bengals. I think yeah, Bengals for me, it's home. not a toss-up. I think the Bengals are the clear favorite. They have a much better defense than the Colts, and Andrew Luck has not been playing well at all since Reggie Wayne. He hasn't, but I think he's going to rise, rise up to that occasion. Kelly <laughs> taking <laughs> Indianapolis a lot of with me. Going on, you know, Patrick's taking Indianapolis that. with me. That's what I'm talking about. Kelly, who'd you pick? She picked Indy. She picked Indy for this game. All right. Oh, you—you, you, I mean, you—you you pick the Panthers. You cannot say a word, okay? The Panthers are way You're a Rams more of an fan. upset. You can't say a word. The Panthers are way more of an upset over the, the Saints at home after losing 34-7 in Seattle. So okay? because they got Andy, beat the so are. bad, yeah, exactly. That, that yeah. makes them better. No, no, no. Because of how yeah, good of a team they are. But back, if they lose like they lost, forget it. Forget it. When they lose like they lost, when you lose like that, sometimes it's a wake-up call. And I think at home against a good team against Carolina, why? I mean, yeah, they're going to be extremely close. It's going to be a close one. All right. Let's get to the upsets here. I'm going to go with my Rams. Me and Bobby both going yep. with the Rams. Oh, I'm sorry. Julian. Julian. Colts. Bengals. Uh, Bengals. Uh, too many weapons on offense for the, for the Bengals. All right. There you go, buddy. Upset time. I'm, me, and, me and Bobby both going Rams over, Wait, the, over game, the Cardinals. What game is that? I, it's oh, Rams and Cardinals, yeah. All right. Uh, give, give me Vikings over Ravens. That would be some upset. In Baltimore, that would be an upset. Kelly is going with... Also going with St. Louis over Arizona. Wow, the originality of Patrick. Oh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before but I made my somehow, upset pick, I was told rules. it somehow. has to be, yeah, it has to be a six-point. Yeah. yeah. No, so you're right. given that, there's only two games that make even remote sense, which Patrick, is the two games that we just Patrick's got to be creative. So. Patrick gets you in the headlines, baby. Atlanta over Green Bay in Green Bay. Julian with your upset. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, all right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. They didn't yeah. even do a line for that game, just so everybody knows. There was no line. No line. No line for, for that which game. game? Because nobody cares about that game. Atlanta. Atlanta <laughs> no, Green Bay. Well, no, that's true. I mean, I don't know how much of an upset that is without no, Rodgers. It's not that much of an upset, it's but. Not, but whatever. It's okay. It's, can, I, can I pick a bone with Bobby really Green Bay's given three. Yeah, yeah. Julian, let's see you pick your bones. All right, okay. I know, Bobby, you're saying that you can't be held accountable for certain things you said. <laughs> I am I am out of the playoffs. Um, hey, you're in the consolation the, game against Nolan. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the consolation game. I haven't even edited my lineup. <laughs> Julian, I could be wrong, but before you even begin this argument, I'm pretty sure no matter who you started, you were going to lose. Oh, no, no way. No, no. It was close to the, it was close to the end. To I got beat on Monday end. night. Because you got that Russell Wilson going, okay. uh, Matt did. Okay. But uh, I was just saying, like, what Julian Edelman, I mean, my namesake, had a great game, and I benched him because, yes. uh, you know. Cecil, you, it was him or Cecil Shorts, and didn't yeah. he outscore Cecil Shorts by one point? No, a lot more. Uh, I thought it was close. I thought it was closer than that. Julian, well, so sorry that you're out of the playoffs. Um, you know, Cecil Shorts, no, no and I Cecil Shorts, had a, Cecil Shorts did have a nice day, but I'm sorry that Julian Edelman had a better day. That's one, all right. No, one, thank you, Bobby. One, one final note before we get out of here. Rams safety T.J. McDonald will not be fined for grabbing 49ers Vernon Davis in the groin area. <laughs> Nolan Silvernagel. And on that note. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Gubin with the fantasy report. Kelly, Pat on the other side. Julian on the phone. Kenny somewhere. Mac Rosenberg, one-on-one's <laughs> NFL Friday. Somewhere in the station. We'll see you next week. Enjoy your football. This has been one-on-one's NFL Friday. 
only on WFUVsports.org. Join us next week as we take you around the NFL. We'll see you then.